Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash my the butthole. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. That'd be absolutely amazing. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Quirky Border 8383 who says, Am I the arsehole for not telling my ex about our child? I was 18 when I got pregnant with my daughter, nine female. I was young and dumb and I admit that. Her father and I broke up before I found out. High school sweetheart. At the time, we were both figuring out college and I knew if I told him, he wouldn't go to the Ivy League school he was accepted into. So I didn't tell him during the pregnancy. He heard rumors but never asked. When the baby was born, I tried to tell him. He didn't believe me, blocked me on everything and and I decided to provide for her without his help. I bring my daughter everywhere and this particular day we went to Target. I'm walking down the shampoo aisle with my daughter and when I looked up I saw my ex's mum. I've never lied to my daughter about who her father was or his parents. She has seen pictures. When she was little she asked where he was and I explained college and, and when she got older I never painted him as the bad guy. I've always told her, mummy made adult decisions too young. My daughter is the spitting image of her father, so there's no denying it's his child. When she saw her, she had a face like she knew something and asked me how old she was. She told me she had heard rumors, but didn't think they were true. Once I told her, I saw her face put the connection together. I explained I wanted to contact him, but but didn't have a way to. I didn't bother telling her I tried when she was born. She understood and asked if she could tell him. I said, of course. Apparently, he'd been living a couple of hours away, which is why I never ran into him and they moved a few towns over. My ex called and invited me to his parents' house for dinner tomorrow with our daughter. Do I go? His new girlfriend is blowing up my social media, calling me an arsehole. She says I'm only telling him now, so they break up and how I'm a horrible mother for not telling him sooner. As if I don't feel bad enough, my daughter has missed out this long. My daughter wants to meet her dad. She understandably has questions. Now, in some ways, I kind of feel like you've done yourself a bit dirty with your own title for not telling my ex about our child because you said in a line that you did tell him when the baby was born and he didn't believe you, then blocked you on everything. And I sort of wonder, you know, you said the girlfriend's blowing up your social media and calling you an arsehole. And I wonder how much she knows about the situation, what she's been told. But I'm truly hoping that this meet that you're going to have and hopefully we're going to see in the update is going to be a positive one for you both, really. But Joan says in quotes, when the baby was born, I tried to tell him he didn't believe me and blocked me on everything. And goes on to say, but you did tell him. It's not your fault he refused to believe you and cut off lines of communication. Besides, you didn't seek him out nine years later. You were shopping with your child when his mother noticed you. 
you are definitely not the arsehole and the new girlfriend is way out of line for contacting you at all. OP says, I'm giving the girlfriend some grace. I'm sure it wasn't easy to find out your boyfriend has a child you never knew about. TR says, not the arsehole, you did tell him and he proceeded to ghost you. I can't blame his current girlfriend because she's probably not getting the whole truth. Your ex is a huge arsehole. Crom says, not the arsehole, your title is misleading. You absolutely told him and he refused to believe you entirely. Ignore the girlfriend, it's not about her. Hopefully dad wants to be a part of your daughter's life and hopefully he understands that he has a commitment to her. OP says it sounded like he does on the phone. He really is a great person, we just made dumb young decisions. And one more from Smoking in the Dark who says, not the arsehole, you tried to tell him and he didn't listen. He blocked you, which made you unable to communicate with him any further. You have no obligation to welcome him or his parents into your and your daughter's life now. But you can if you believe it will be good for her and for you. You don't have to go to dinner and honestly, if I were you, I wouldn't until you've met up with and spoken to your ex without your daughter and know exactly what he wants and expects and what role he will play in her life. His girlfriend has nothing to do with this. Block her and tell your ex you don't want her communicating with you, at least for now. So then OP starts with a couple of edits, which says edits. I took everyone's advice to ask my ex to meet for coffee before dinner. He said he'd be happy to get coffee tomorrow morning so we can have the adult conversations without her there. He also wanted to talk to me anyway to know what she liked so he knew what to talk to her about. I also let him know I didn't want to cause drama, but I sent him screenshots of what his girlfriend has been saying. He let me know that's not acceptable and he'll be handling that immediately. I will not be hearing from her again. He also reiterated he will not be having her meet our daughter anytime soon. I know everyone is also asking about how involved or consistent he'd like to be. When I spoke to him earlier about dinner, we did speak about this. He'd like to start small and build their relationship slowly, starting with helping with science homework. Our daughter struggles with science and he was a biology major, over FaceTime or in person, depending on our daughter's comfort level. I think it's a great way to start small. Edit two, my ex and I met for coffee. It actually went really well. There was no big emotions. We both just talked it out. He wants to be involved with his daughter's life and feels badly he missed out on so many years. We talked about her favorite things, favorite foods, favorite places, favorite books and movies. I even told him some of the ways she was a lot like him growing up. He does want to apologize to her directly when he meets her. He said he wished things had gone differently back then, but we both decided we need to forgive each other to move forward for her. He asked if she had a father figure right now, a spouse of mine or current significant other, as he wanted to make sure we're on the same page when he met her and I explained that's not the case. He also did show me the messages where he told his parents and his girlfriend what actually happened nine years ago. He told them I'm not completely to blame and I let him know he isn't either. We have agreed our daughter doesn't need to hear the whole version of events, but we do owe her an apology for making really big decisions that affected her life for so long. I guess we'll see how the dinner goes. Update on dinner. Prior to the dinner, I let my daughter know that if she wanted to leave early, we could, or if she felt uncomfortable at all, to let me know. I also told her if she didn't want to say anything in front of anyone, sometimes kids don't want to hurt other people's feelings, that if she asked me for lotion, I would know that meant she wanted to leave. On our way there, she asked if it was okay if she called him dad or if she would call him by his name and, and I told her that 
Her dad and I have talked about that and she can call him whatever she's comfortable with. We went there and it went really well. We brought some pictures of her growing up and my ex's mum went out and bought one of our daughter's favourite books for her to read so they could talk about it. I could tell my daughter was a little nervous at first, not knowing what to expect, but that very quickly changed. She had bought a small activity for them to do with her after dinner, which she loved. Her dad and I also apologized to her together for making decisions that affected her life this long. We promised her to work on making sure she had a good relationship moving forward with both of us because we know her heart is big enough for all of her family. At the end of the night, my ex's mum actually brought out a box that had all our high school memories inside. I didn't realize she had kept any of it. A jewelry box he bought me, a couple of charms and a bracelet he had bought me, pictures, his handkerchief from prom and our old promise ring. She was really excited to see a small glimpse from our past. Her dad even told her she could have the items once she's older, which for her meant a lot. She's a very emotional and sentimental child. They talked about how he's going to help her with some homework if she wants and he's planning on moving back around here to be closer to her. He even volunteered to help with her first science fair if that was okay, which made me sad for a split second and then I remembered I've had nine years of first with her so he can have this one. All in all, I think everything is going well. Also, apparently the girlfriend is out of the picture. I don't know the details, but I know she said some things when he confronted her about the messages she sent me and it got ugly fast. On the way home, she was so excited she couldn't stop talking about dad and grandma and grandpa. It made my heart happy. She had so much fun. I know some people were asking about child support. Him and I had a conversation around it while she was spending a few minutes with her grandparents. He volunteered to pay child support. I've been paying for her things on my own for so long that I told him I think it'd be more beneficial for him to help me with things going forward and to contribute the rest to her college fund. That way the money is going into her future. I do have an appointment set up with her therapist tomorrow just so she can talk to her about it and everything. Dad is going to start occasionally going to therapy with her too. I do it periodically as well. So we thought it would be beneficial. Updates for anyone asking for updates on our daughter's first day. Our daughter's first day of school is coming up. Dad and grandparents are coming to my house on her first day of school for pictures. She called and asked them to come and no one hesitated to take the morning off of work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Then a response came in from OP. It says, I think he will. He's moving back home to be closer to her and he's trying. I can't ask for more than that. She's living her best life right now, which I'm super happy about. 
dad has been calling every day and they talk, which has been great for her. His parents are just so happy to finally be a part of her life. And I think that's a pretty sweet update that, you know, they're communicating well for the benefit of their child going forward. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. And what is needed in this situation? There was one little tiny bit that rubbed me the wrong way and that she was like, that she was like sort of taking responsibility for for the blame in the scenario, you know, because we heard in the first in the first part of the story that she did try to get in contact with him, but he blocked her on everything. Oh, well. Let's move on from that, shall we? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. So our next story comes from a throwaway account. It does come with an update as well. And it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for giving my son's room to my daughter? My daughter, Olivia, 18, is moving in with me. My wife and our four sons, Jason, 15, Max, 12, Nathan, 8, and Nolan, 7. Olivia was just in an accident that left her with multiple severe injuries, including a fractured skull, a severe concussion, spinal cord damage, a broken jaw, and multiple broken ribs. She'll be in a wheelchair for a while and will need help with everyday tasks like changing and bathing, and it's ideal that she has her own bedroom. We have two offices that are being used for guest rooms, but neither of them will fit a bed for Olivia and have room for her wheelchair and a cot. My wife and I are planning on taking turns sleeping in her room in case she needs anything. Only one of them are downstairs and is only close to a half bath so it would be hard for her to take a bath or shower. Jason has a big room downstairs. It was the master bedroom but we renovated and added a new master bedroom for me and my wife. There's plenty of room for everything Olivia would need and there's a huge bathroom attached. We talked to all the boys about Olivia coming to live with us when she gets out of the hospital and, and that we'd need to move rooms around. Nathan and Nolan are going to be sharing a room. They're pretty stoked and Jason would move into Nolan's room. It would be painted however he'd like and he can pick out new furniture. Jason wasn't too happy about that because his new room is closer to all of his brothers and it's smaller so we compromised and now he gets Nolan's room and the downstairs office will be his game room under the condition that there will be a futon slash sleeper sofa that guests can use if other guest room isn't available. I thought Jason was happy. He has two rooms and a half bath pretty much all to himself, but he's been complaining a lot about us giving Olivia his room, especially over the past couple of days when we've been making the bathroom more accessible for her. Now I'm starting to wonder if I'm an asshole for giving Jason's room to Olivia. Edits, go easy on Jason. 15 is a rough age. Now, this would be an absolute not the arsehole from me in this situation. I'm trying to picture myself, you know, that happened to one of my brothers. And there was occasions when I used to live at home and the house was cramped and I had to move in. Sometimes I had to stay in the same room as my brothers and I never complained about it because at those particular times, they were in desperate need of those rooms. Nothing like that we can see in this particular story. It was certainly lesser than, but I certainly gave that room to my brothers simply because I love them and, and I want what's best for them. And I sort of wonder if, you know, like a, just a sit down conversation and really explaining what you've said there about how bad a condition it sounds like Olivia is in would make him really see the light in the situation. But Ark says, not the arsehole. It's wonderful that Olivia can count on you to help her recuperate. I hope she heals quickly. Winner says, says, not the arsehole. In fact, I think you were giving Jason too much. He still has a private room. The downstairs office should be used for all the boys for a game room. Why should he get two rooms? 
Termini Chill says, let me get this straight. The kid gets preferential treatment in the form of a room to himself and a game room, new furniture. Someone else will paint the room for him so that his wheelchair-bound sister can stay in the only accessible room that meets her needs. Not the arsehole, but I have to wonder if Jason's learned to take advantage of your generosity. How is he going to cope when negotiating each room's rent with college roommates, even if it'd be on your dime? He shows a clear disregard for other household members' needs. Please introduce him to natural consequences slash necessities of life. Make him assemble his IKEA furniture or give him a choice between painting the room himself or paying him for the cost of the materials with his allowance. Make him set up his own PC or games console. And for fairness sake, give the others some responsibility with setting up Olivia's room or moving furniture. That's just my two cents as someone living paycheck to paycheck and renting. So then OP did go on to update the post, which says this update is less about the bedroom and more about Olivia slash our current situation. First of all, Olivia is finally out of the ICU. She's still in the hospital, but she's doing great and we think she'll be able to come home within a week. She's already walking short distances with a walker and it looks like she will have minimal long-term brain and spinal cord damage. We're almost finished working on Olivia's room, so hopefully it'll be done by the time she gets home. The police also found the man that did this to her. He's in prison and we're suing for whatever we can. We're not going to let him get away with this. As I mentioned in the comments of my other post, my wife is a nurse. She's been feeling pretty burned out lately, so she's quitting her job and is going to help with Olivia. We will have a caretaker here, so she'll mostly do mornings before our caretaker comes and evenings after they leave. The boys are doing great. The younger two are still very excited about their loft beds couldn't agree on who gets the top bunk so this way they're both top bunk and their beds have forts and slides so they never want to leave their room we also got them each a nintendo switch Lite and a couple of games to thank them for being so good about sharing a room max's life hasn't changed much except since the younger two play in their room and jason has his own games room i'll get into why we gave him that later he usually has the family game room to himself i'd like to address why we gave jason two rooms When we renovated and gave everyone new rooms, Jason started working on his gaming setup. He's worked odd jobs like tutoring, mowing lawns, walking dogs, etc. to buy a nice monitor, build a computer, get the furniture he wanted, and the consoles he wanted. He paid for it almost entirely with money he earned from working, his allowance, his lunch money. He'd make his lunch and pocket the money, and his birthday or Christmas money. His setup is also very important to him, and he doesn't let anyone, except occasionally Max, touch it. His room is also farther from his brother so he can play with his friends after his brothers go to bed and it won't bother us or them and if his brothers wanted to play video games they'd go to the game room since it's right outside their room. Jason was worried that they'd go to his new room to play video games instead of the game room because he has newer consoles and better games and because it's also right next to their room. The other big issue was space. Jason is moving into Nolan's old room which is less than half the size of his old room. There was enough space for his bed, dresser, desk, and the gaming setup that he'd worked so hard to build. Given the small office slash guest room that we rarely used solved almost every issue. He knows it's still available as a guest room if, if the other office upstairs is taken or we have a guest that can't walk up the stairs. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Do you think Jason was in the wrong in this particular story? Maybe you side with him on this. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. 
And just a huge thank you once again for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And don't forget, as some people ask and never expected though, honestly, please never expected, but you can support the channel further if you'd like to on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Mark Narrations, or just click the join button down below if you want to join on YouTube. As I said though, never any pressure to do so. You being here is more than I can ever expect. So thank you for just being absolutely awesome. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care guys and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a dead. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.